The crowd smelled blood. Jake Hamer could see it in their eyes, in the subtle flaring of nostrils, in the way they surreptitiously licked at the dry corners of their mouths. It was the high, heady scent of blood just about to spill, simmering in the air beneath the hot stage lights, hanging above the studio audience like a canopy of cannibal musk and expectation. Thank God, Jake told himself, this is only a talk show. Indeed, today's broadcast of the Dick Moynihan Show had a true gladiatorial air about it. People had come to experience a pitched and furious battle to the death with any luck, much as the jolly old Romans of yore had hit the Colosseums for some viscera and wine. Nobody was armed, at least not visibly. This was lucky for everyone, the Christians in particular. Though he'd be surprised, Jake continued, somewhat snidely. His kids are holding their own, all righty, out of the red sand and into the bleachers. Jacob Hamer was no stranger to the arena. You could see it in his dark eyes, which smoldered even when he smiled. You could see it in his barbaric black mane, the ruddy lines of war in his face, the pumped-up muscularity that his rock star on parade garb accentuated. At the age of thirty-three, he had done his share of bleeding, both physical and emotional. Much of the blood had spilled back in early seventy-one, at the tail end of America's adventure in beautiful Southeast Asia. But there had been much since. He had a Purple Heart, a Certificate of Valor, and a Platinum Album on his wall— he had been a teenage troublemaker, a grunt, and a vet with a dream. Now he was a band leader, a family man, and a spokesman for that dream. The more things changed, the more one thing stayed the same. He had always been a warrior. There were five other people on the stage with Jake. One was Pentecostal, one was fundamentalist, and one was merely Catholic. Jerry, on the other hand, believed in money. Ike, rhymes with like, believed in rock and roll. And I, Jake mused, believe that it is time to raise some hell. That evened the scales, at least in terms of body count. Three Christians, three infidels. Nice symmetry for the studio audience and all those millions of viewers at home. At least no one can say it wasn't a fair fight. Ba-da-da-da-da! The taped theme music swelled. Moynihan stepped into the crowd, which promptly went nuts. It was like the first thunderclap in an electric sky where the storm had been brewing for hours. An awesome sound, a slight release, the knowledge that this was only the beginning. Dick Moynihan smiled cherubically and just sucked it all in. He knew how much power was crackling in this studio, no doubt about it. It was feeding his fire. Moynihan trot firmly on the trail blazed by Phil Donahue and Geraldo, from the format of his show to the gray of his hair to the roving microphone in his hand. He had just the right combination of boyish charm, wit, intelligence, and good liberal common manliness to pull this kind of housewife's talk show off in style. Jake had always liked him, 
found him wonderfully even-handed. He gave everyone just enough rope without ever quite letting them hang themselves. But boy, did he ever love the smell of blood. The applause was steady and loud. Dick waved his free hand in the air for silence, got it even as his first words eased out through the speakers.